0: Hello, and welcome to the Purple Barometer, your essential podcast for everything Louisville City FC. My name is Pat, and it is great to have you here with me for episode zero. In this episode, I will be providing an analysis of the match that took place on March the seventh at North Carolina FC, previewing the March fifteenth matchup against Atlanta United two, and giving a score prediction for the upcoming match. With that being said, Let's get right into the episode. Louisville City began their 2020 campaign on the road against North Carolina FC. Cameron Lancaster scored the only goal of the match in the 63rd minute off of a Speedy Williams deflected shot. I think a good place to start this analysis is by looking at the starting lineup for Louisville. Louisville's starting 11 looked like this. Cameron Lancaster, Niall McCabe, Napa Masoso, Corbin Bone, Brian Ombi, Speedy Williams, Pat McMahon, Wes Sharpie, Jimmy Ockford, Oscar Jimenez, and Ben Wundt. If you're a Louisville City supporter, there's a lot of familiar faces in that starting eleven. There's also three new players that all did pretty well, and one did absolutely fantastic, in my opinion. So you're all probably familiar, if you're listening with this podcast, to the usual suspects. Niall McCabe, Speedy Williams, Brian O'Mby, Napa Masoso. They've all, we know what we're going to get from them. But there was three new players in the lineup. So let's take a look at how they did. The first was Corbin Bone, and he's a midfielder. He showed some creative flashes throughout the game. I think he's going to be a good addition. He's going to add depth and experience to the midfield position, which any club can always use. So I think that's good going forward. The other two new additions to the starting eleven were Wes Sharpie and Jimmy Oxford. They're both defenders. They both had pretty good matches. And Jimmy Oxford, I mean... I think he is going to be a tremendous defender for Louisville this year. He had three tackles, five interceptions, and just always seemed to be in the right spot all match against North Carolina. I think after our first match, our back line looks like it's in good hands. And that was the main question I had going into this game, was with losing Paco, how much was that going to affect our back line? But if the first match is a sign of things to come, I think our back on is in good hands with Jimmy Ockford. Let's move on to the match. The first 35 minutes or so was a lot of both sides feeling each other out, mixed with some opening day nerves. Both teams had some good and bad moments, but the first scoring chance didn't come until the 40th minute. North Carolina player Al Badawi sent in a dangerous cross into the box that found the head of Robbie Christo. He was able to put it on target, but Ben Lunt came up with a great save, and West Sharpie was able to clear the danger away. In real time, I was sure that North Carolina FC scored the opening goal, but they showed a couple different angles from replay, and it became clear that Ben Lunt made a spectacular save to keep the game at 0-0. Less than a minute later, Brian Omby had a very good opportunity for Louisville City as he got the ball on a 3v4 break on the edge of the box, but his shot went right into North Carolina's keeper's hands, Alex Tambakas. The first half ended 0-0. Most of all the North Carolina FC attacks came from the space behind where Oscar was playing, and in a rare move, John Hackworth subbed out Jimenez at half for Akil Watts. The start of the second half, it became apparent from the get-go that Louisville City wanted to own possession. The first 10 or 15 minutes, Louisville was pressing much higher, trying to get on the ball, and they were making it very uncomfortable for North Carolina to have any sort of rhythm. OMB had another opportunity in the 56th minute on a beautiful through ball from Watts, but it was turned aside by Timbakis for a corner. A few minutes later, Colby found himself again in control of the ball on the edge of the box and fed Lancaster, who had his shot denied by the left post. You could just feel a goal was coming from Louisville, and there was only a matter of time. Sure enough, Louisville would score in the 63rd minute after a deflected shot from Speedy Williams ended up at the feet of Cameron Lancaster, who buried it from the 6-yard box. It was fitting that the 2018 Golden Boot winner would score in his first match back in a Louisville City kit. If Cam is able to get back to his 2018 form, this could be a very special year for Louisville City. His ability to score goals from anywhere on the pitch will create that much more space for his teammates who are all capable of scoring goals themselves. Louisville City had another good opportunity just a few minutes later in the 65th minute as pat mcmahon sent in a high curving cross that Ombi was somehow able to put on target but timbacus was there to save it the last 25 minutes north carolina fc tried to get things going on offense but the City defense would not let them oxford had good control of the back line a few crosses were canceled out by west sharpie and the midfield did a very good job of tracking back to play defense when North Carolina would try to counter. North Carolina actually had no shots on target in the second half, as they would go on to drop three points at home under second-year head coach Dave sarakin There were a few late defensive substitutions by John Hackworth. Del Piccolo came on for Ombi, and Luke Spencer came on for Lancaster, and that sealed the 1-0 victory. It's always great to start the season off on a high note, especially against a club who had the second best goal differential at home last year. I think this is a very solid victory over a team who will likely be in the top six of the Eastern Conference this year. The second match of the season finds Louisville City going down to Georgia to take on Atlanta United 2 at 5th-3rd Bank Stadium on Sunday, March the 15th. Atlanta United 2 is coming off a 1-0 defeat to the Charleston Battery. The only goal of the match came in the 63rd minute as Zico Lewis buried a penalty kick past Ben Lungard. Atlanta United 2 were only able to attempt one shot on target for the entire match, but they still had some quality chances, especially early. In the 29th minute, a cross from Jack Gurr found Philip Goodrum inside the 6-yard box but his header soared over the goal. Another opportunity for Atlanta came in the 42nd minute as Goodrum set a header wide of the goal off of a cross from George Bellow. Moments later, Amir Boshti attempted a shot from 30 yards out that had some serious pace and dip, but Philip Bruno was able to deflect it out for a corner. A handball by Atlanta defender William Riley in the penalty area led to the Zico Lewis penalty kick. Who was able to convert. Trying to salvage a point, Atlanta United 2 began to pressure the ball but they were not able to score an equalizer. It is always hard to prepare for Atlanta United 2 because of how young they are and how often their lineups change. In 2019, 40 players made at least one appearance and 21 made at least 10. Their top score from 2019 is back in Austria. Two players tied for second overall in goals scored, as Jackson Conway and Andrew Carlton, who was on loan to Indy 11, both netted five apiece. That leaves a young, inexperienced team who gave up an astonishing 77 goals last year in a tough spot. Who will step up? Will the defense be improved? Can the team win outside the state of Georgia? They had one win nine losses, and seven draws away from Fifth Third Bank Stadium. With all that being said, let's take a look at the head-to-head record between Lew City and Atlanta United 2. In the last five meetings, Louisville City has four wins, one draw, and a goal differential of plus nine. This is a match that every Lew City supporter should expect the squad to win. It is the perfect opportunity to have a tune-up match before traveling up to Pittsburgh, who I am sure will be out for revenge after Loose City's playoff win on their home turf last year. I think Atlanta United 2 will come out energized and hungry, but Lose City has too much experience, talent, and depth. I like the boys in purple 3 to 1. And that concludes episode 0 of the Purple Barometer. My name is Pat it's been awesome to have you with me here. I hope you'll have a terrific day. Wear purple and go city. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Purple Barometer and subscribe to the podcast on whatever outlet you may get your podcast from. Thanks.